Hey everyone, welcome to the season six preview of the Solving Problems podcast, where we talk about the real communications problems your church is facing and give you practical steps to solve them. If we haven't met, my name is Jonathan Carone. I'm the host of the show, and we're about to jump into a new eight episode season of Solving Problems that will be different than anything we have ever done. There's this idea that for things to change or for things to get better or for us to make progress, we first have to admit to problems that are around us that we either didn't know were there or have just been ignoring. And this season, we're going to be talking about the things we have to admit to ourselves in order to more effectively communicate and reach the people we're trying to reach in our communities. We'll have new episodes every Wednesday for the next eight weeks, talking to church leaders from all around the country. So today, in order to entice you for what's to come and hopefully get you to subscribe to the show so that it's in your podcast feed every Wednesday morning, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of every episode that we're going to be talking about for the next eight weeks. The first episode starting next week is with Stephen Brewster. Stephen is a church creative, church communications leader for the past, uh, I don't even know how many years he's been in it, but ever since I got involved 10 years ago or so, he's been someone that I have looked up to, and I'm thankful that he's become a friend over the past couple of years. And him and I are going to be talking about how people have been hurt by the church. Church hurt is something that is real, that is affecting people all around us. There are tons of people in our communities who claim to be Christians, but are not a part of a church. I've read something like only 30% of the people who claim to be Christians attend a church regularly. And many of those is because they've been hurt by the gathering of believers that is called the church. We have to realize that we don't automatically get the benefit of the doubt anymore, and we have to earn that right and earn the right to be heard. But how do we do that, and how do we acknowledge past hurts in ways that aren't awkward, but in ways that promote healing both between the person and the church and the person with Jesus? So that's what Stephen and I will be talking about next week. Week two coming out on January the 30th is with Eric Williams of Sagebrush Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Eric is a friend of the show. He's been on a few other times. And him and I will be talking about how people choose our church for a specific reason. You know, it could be the teaching, the music, the culture, but whatever the reason is, people are choosing our church for a reason. And for us to effectively communicate to the people in our community, it's our belief that we need to double down on that specific reason and use that to reach more people. There's this idea that we want to cast a wide net and be all things to all people. God has called us to reach a certain group of people in your town. And so how do we leverage that and lean into that in ways that both honor the calling your church has been given and effectively speaks to the people in your community? Week three, January 27th, is with Dallas Ovalle of the Met Church in Fort Worth, Texas. He's the uh, the connections pastor there. And him and I are going to be talking about how people are nervous when they walk through our doors. Many of the people listening to this podcast have probably not walked into a new church for the first time in many, many years. But as someone who did it uh, last fall, I walked into a church for the first time knowing absolutely no one. It was a little bit terrifying. And I tried to do everything I could to figure out where I'd be going so I didn't feel dumb or overwhelmed once we got there. But Saturday night before we went, 
Uh, I had some anxiety and some anxiousness that is, it gave me a new perspective on what a new person feels before they come to our church for the first time. So Dallas and I talk about how we can address the fear and those feelings of anxiety before people get to church, how we can help them once they're there and how we can get them connected to more things within our church. Week four is February 3rd with another friend of the show, Drew Powell from Cross Point Church in Nashville, Tennessee. We're talking about how people's schedules don't revolve around the church anymore. The truth is people are busier now than they ever have been. They've got more options than they've ever had before. We have to realize that someone coming to our church to do anything that we are doing is a sacrifice of their time and how we should be honored they made that choice. If we treated people like that, as opposed to what has happened in many cultures of shaming people for not making enough time for small group or not making enough time for the weekend service, we'd attract a lot more people than we already are. It's the whole idea that bees are attracted to honey, not vinegar. And so how does that look like? How do we acknowledge that people are busy while still motivating them to show up to things that we know are important for their life? The following week, February 10th, is with Jackie Brewster. Jackie is a certified Enneagram coach. She works with church leadership teams across the country, and she's actually my personal Enneagram coach. I went through about 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with her that completely changed how I view things and has been made me a lot healthier than I was before. But the episode's not just about the Enneagram. The real idea that we're talking about in the episode and the problem that we're tackling The thing that we have to admit to ourselves is that people learn differently. As communicators, that's something we have to understand and know because our personal communication style is likely not going to reach every single person. For me, as an Enneagram 7, I'm much more interested in things that are going to be fun and exciting. While my wife, who's Enneagram 1, she wants to know the details, what to expect, and how she can know what to do before she even gets there. And there's all sorts of these different ways that people think and process information. So Jack and I talk about how we can learn the different ways people are wired so that we can communicate more effectively with them and the things that we need to keep in mind as we try to talk to a diverse group of people. Following week, uh, February 17th, we'll be talking to Kyle Mercer of Two Cities Church in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, about how people need a map, not a menu. There's this idea that we need to give people as many different on-ramps as possible, give them a menu option like the Cheesecake Factory so they can pick whichever one fits them the best. And what Kyle has found in planning his church, they're about four years old. They grew from nothing to about 1,500 in two and a half or three years. What they learned is that people really need a map. They need a roadmap for how to get to where they are to where they need to be more than they need a menu. So we'll talk to Kyle about what made them want to do that. I know that assimilations and communications are very closely related. Many of you are doing both roles right now. So we want to talk about that and what that looks like in his church. The following week on February 24th, we'll talk with Brandon Shanks, the lead pastor of City Hills Church in Knoxville, Tennessee, about how people think church just wants their money. Over the past few years, we've seen more and more scandals of different churches and different pastors or ministry leaders using church money for personal things. And there's an idea inside our communities and inside our culture that churches just exist to raise money for their pastors to have an opulent lifestyle. And while we know that's not true for most churches, it's an idea that people believe. So Brandon and I will talk about how 
whenever we talk about giving, we have to show people what their money goes towards and give them a vision of success, not just shame them into giving or spiritually manipulate them into doing things because they're skeptical. And if we really want them to do what God has called them to do, we have to show them why and what it goes toward, not just shame them or manipulate them like some bad people have done before. And the last episode of the season is coming up on March the 3rd with Tally Wilgus, the lead pastor of Captivate Church in Baltimore, Maryland. It's probably the most awkward of the year, but one that I am most excited to get out there for you all. And it's the idea that people think the church just cares about politics. And whether we like it or not, our society is one that is over-politicized right now. Whether it's people thinking mainline denominations are just woke churches pushing a liberal agenda, or people who think conservative denominations are just Republicans trying to do whatever they can to gain power and whatever negative thing people think conservatives do. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. And we live in a culture where cultural and societal issues have now become political issues. And Jesus doesn't speak to political issues. He speaks to cultural and societal issues. He tells us how to live, what to do, how to treat people. So how do we balance putting the gospel first and doing the things culturally and societally that Jesus tells us to do in a world where people think we're talking about politics when we talk about that? The fun thing about that episode is Tally's a church is in inner city Baltimore. So he's split about half and half of uh, inner city liberal thinking people politically and suburban conservative minded politically people. And how, so we'll talk to him about how, him and his church are walking those lines and how he's leading through that. And I know that episode is one that maybe you as a communications person don't have too much of an influence in within your church, but as everything is communications, it's just something that we need to be thinking about. And we're not going to tackle every issue there or solve every problem there, but it's a conversation that we want to start to get you thinking about how we can tackle these cultural issues moving forward within your church. But that's it for this episode, the intro episode. I went a little longer than I wanted to, so sorry about that. Next week, we'll have our first episode with Stephen Brewster. So this week, your job is to go ahead, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. That way, you'll get every episode in your feed every Wednesday morning. If you like the show, if it's something that helps you out, share it with a friend so they can be helped as well, and we can get the word out a little bit more. The last thing I'm going to ask you to do is is rate and review the show on whatever podcast platform you listen to that helps us get the word out as well. That's it for this week though. I hope you have a great week and I'm looking forward to the next eight weeks with you. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone.